Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, September 29th, and we start with local news. The man charged with killing a Columbia woman in a domestic dispute made his first appearance before Murray County General Sessions Judge Bobby Sands on Wednesday via video conference call from the Murray County Jail. On September 12th, Columbia police officers found Carol Ann Coleman, 48, deceased when they arrived on the scene at the 100 block of Woods Drive at approximately 10.30 p.m. James Edward Davidson Jr., 59, was later charged with first-degree murder and aggravated assault, resulting in death, according to the warrants. Warrants were served following Davidson's treatment at Vanderbilt Medical Center for several self-inflicted wounds, police previously said. According to the September 13th arrest warrant, Coleman, who is referred to as Davidson's girlfriend, was struck multiple times with a blunt force object, causing severe head trauma, which resulted in death. Coleman was once crowned Mule Day Queen in 1992, Miss Murray County and Fairest of the Fair in Murray County. Born in Nashville, Coleman was a graduate of Columbia Central High School, where she served as a class officer and entered Belmont University on a cheerleading scholarship, as well as attended Middle Tennessee State University. Davidson faced Sands by a video conference call Wednesday seated in a wheelchair, wearing an inmate uniform with orange and white stripes. Sands explained he did not set bond due to the severity of the charges, citing that Davidson was on probation involving a previous domestic assault charge when the September incident occurred. Davidson was appointed an attorney at the Public Defender's Office in the 22nd District in Murray County. After pleading guilty to a domestic assault charge in July, Davidson entered into a plea agreement of 11 months and 29 days suspended to probation, according to an order signed by Sands on July 27th, though bond conditions were terminated per victim request, the order said. The case was set for review July 25th of 2024. There is a lengthy history of domestic violence on file with the Columbia Police Department involving Mr. Davidson and Ms. Coleman, a Columbia Police Department media release said, ahead of issuing the present charges. The next court date is set for October 11th at 1.30 p.m. in General Sessions Court to determine a preliminary hearing. Today marks Day 15 of the United Auto Workers Union strike, and even more auto plants could be joining the picket line today. It has been an eventful week on the picket line. Both President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump joined not the Detroit Three, but the striking workers on the picket line. The visit may have bolstered union members and broke precedent, but it's probably not enough to get talks rolling as UAW President Sean Fain is expected to announce the next round of walk-offs as plants in the U.S. In plants in the U.S. on Friday. The question for Tennessee is, will it include Spring Hill? The strike occurred after contract talks between the UAW and the Detroit Three automakers fell through. UAW called the strike when the deadline to make a new deal passed at 11.59 p.m. on September 14th. Around 13,000 union members in Ohio, Missouri, and Michigan walked off the job, and picket lines soon began forming. The three plants were a start. If contract negotiations aren't settled, more plants could be called to join the stand-up strike. Instead of striking all plants at once, select locals will be called on to stand up and walk out on strike, the union said on its website. Workers at the Spring Hill plant are still at work but are waiting for the call to join their fellow union members on the picket line. 
On September 22nd, Fane called for 38 GM and Stellantis parts distribution plants across the country to join the strike, but Spring Hill was not among those. Fane addressed tens of thousands of people that morning on a Facebook Live and YouTube broadcast. Ford, he said, made positive efforts at the negotiating table, but Stellantis and GM continued to play hardball. Fane called on all parts distribution facilities, 38 factories between GM and Stellantis, to walk out, including one in Memphis that employs about 200 employees. The Spring Hill plant is the largest in North America at 11 million square feet and employs about 3,700 employees working under an expired contract. Of those employees, more than 3,000 are United Auto Workers members. This isn't the first time that Spring Hill workers could potentially be called to strike. In September of 2019, the UAW called a strike on GM plants after negotiations between the two fell through. At that time, all of the workers at the plant went on strike. For the first time in history, as far as anyone remembers, a sitting Democratic president, Biden, joined striking workers on a Wayne Wayne County, Michigan picket line on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday night, a former Republican president, Trump, came to Detroit not to urge striking UAW members to reach a deal and get back to work, but to demand that auto companies and the Biden administration back off a transition to electric vehicles as being too disruptive to workers' lives. The stand-up strike, as union leaders have called it, is said to potentially become one of the largest in the industry's history. So far, around 18,300 workers across 21 states have joined the picket line, and more are on the way as a deal has yet to be struck between the union and General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. The stand-up strike has now been going on for two weeks and is set to grow once more today. With the addition of more union workers walking out, this has the potential to be the largest, one of the largest strikes in U.S. history. To add to the strike, General Motors and Stellantis announced layoffs that the automotive giants blamed on damage from the UAW strike. The layoffs started in Kansas, Ohio, and Indiana. Yesterday, Ten Pin Alley in Columbia hosted an event called Taste of the Holidays and announced some new attractions that are due to open this fall. Front Porch Radio's Doubt Kennedy paid a visit to Ten Pin Alley and spoke to owner Derek Ransom and Stephanie Hurst, their events coordinator. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This evening, I'm at Ten Pin Alley right here in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm with Derek Ransom, the owner of Ten Pin Alley. Ten Pin Alley is a bowling alley, but Derek, it's a lot more than just a bowling alley. Tell us about it. Yes, sir. We definitely consider ourselves more than just a bowling alley. Uh, we, we consider ourselves a family entertainment center. Bowling is a big part of it, but we also have games, food, a full bar, uh, different attractions, and we're getting ready to add some attractions coming very soon, probably in the next four weeks. Open up our outdoor attractions. Give us a preview of those coming attractions. Yep. So we're going to have a 20-car go-kart system, 850-foot track, and we're going to have an 18-hole miniature golf. That's uh, all probably going to open, come up at the same time in the next four to five weeks. We should be uh, ready to go. Exciting and amazing. I've also got Stephanie Hurst here with me. She is the events coordinator for Ten Pin Alley, and the event this evening is called A Taste of the Holidays. Uh, Stephanie, can you tell us about it? Sure. We're just wanting to give businesses the idea of what they could do with a business party here for the holidays. So we want to give them a taste of everything from the food to the desserts to the drinks and then also the activities. So they're just going to have a great time tonight and hopefully schedule their staff a good party for the holidays. Wow, so this is holiday parties, birthday parties, corporate events, you name it, y'all can do it. Uh, 
just call who? Call me, Stephanie Hurst, um, 931-381-2695, and I'll be happy to help. Is there a website as well? Yeah, 10pin.com, and then you can go to see our events there on the page. Wow, that's amazing. And, I mean, I, you don't just offer bowling events, I take it. You, you offer all sorts of events. Tell us about it. Yeah, we do anything from, uh, we've just recently done a facility rental where we re- rented the whole facility to one business. They got the place to themselves, and they had food and bowling. Uh, they got to play laser tag, bumper cars. We have over 60 arcade games. Plus, they got to eat lots of good food, so they get to have it all. So we do everything from something large like that down to birthday parties. Absolutely amazing. Okay, again, this is Delp Kennedy, and this evening I'm at Ten Pin Alley. I've been speaking with Derek Ransom, the owner of Ten Pin Alley. I've been speaking with Stephanie Hurst, who is the events coordinator. This evening they're having a taste of the holidays where people are coming, businesses are coming, to see what kind of event or party or occasion Ten Pin Alley could offer them during the holidays and beyond, as a matter of fact. Stephanie, congratulations. Thank you so much. We're excited. And Derek, congratulations on everything you got going out here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We appreciate all your support. Thank you. The third annual Kiss Breast Cancer Goodbye event will take place on Sunday, October 1st at the Mule House in Columbia with country music legend Tanya Tucker headlining the show. Guests are encouraged to come decked out in their pink, denim, and diamonds in homage to the event's first headlining act, Dolly Parton. The event has raised more than $100,000 in each of its first two years through the silent and live auction events. Money raised from those auctions will benefit the Susan G. Komen Foundation's efforts to treat and cure breast cancer. Auction items up for grabs this year include a signed guitar and baked goods from Dolly Parton, as well as vacation packages, spa packages, and other memorabilia. When we came up with this idea, we really just wanted to do something small, but it's taken on a life of its own, event co-chair Tara Joseph said. Because we have two co-chairs who are breast cancer survivors and thrivers, it was so important to do something that was going to become larger than we thought. Breast cancer impacts everyone, she said. One of the event co-chairs, Amy Fish, was the inspiration behind the song Pink, which was recorded by Dolly Parton, Monica, Jordan Sparks, Rita Wilson, and Sarah Evans. The song was written by Aaron Kinsey, Jody Marr, and Victoria Shaw. Almost 250,000 people are diagnosed with breast cancer in the country, and this event is a culmination of an idea to bring people together with a purpose and to heal through music. We want people to come together who have been impacted. We want them to feel the healing inside the room. It's very much a family-like atmosphere, and bringing in the music, it brings everyone together, Joseph said. When you have a room full of people who are going through what you're going through and you know you're not alone, it's powerful. Tickets are sold out to the event currently, but a waiting list is available at www.kissbreastcancergoodbye.org. Santa Fe man Daniel Lane Walls, 38, waived his right to a preliminary hearing during his second appearance in Murray County General Sessions Court after being charged with multiple civil rights violations. Walls was charged in July for allegedly placing racially charged flyers on the marquees of three predominantly black churches in Columbia, as well as businesses. Murray County General Sessions Court Judge Bobby Sands presided over the session with Travis B. Jones, public defender, 22nd District, representing Walls. Walls met with Jones in a separate meeting room before facing Sands in his decision to waive the preliminary hearing. The charges will now be heard by a grand jury, which will determine probable cause and whether to indict Walls. 
During his first court appearance on August 14th in General Sessions Court, Walls pled not guilty. Walls faces four counts of civil rights intimidation, in addition to the charges of contributing to the delinquency of a minor and vandalism. He was arrested in Spring Hill at his former workplace on July 13th, a few days after a pastor at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church was alerted to a flyer at the church peppered with racial and ethnic slurs with the additional message of, Be Warned. On July 12th, community members, county and city elected officials, state representatives, and Columbia Police Chief Jeremy Alsup attended a prayer service at the church to address the issue and perceived threats in the predominantly black neighborhood. The flyers were also placed at surrounding businesses, including Mule Town Pizza Food Truck, parked off James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. A nearby surveillance camera captured footage showing a male placing the flyer on the food truck while a white car awaited, released by the Columbia Police Department on social media when searching for those responsible. A 17-year-old was also previously arrested related to the incident, though information has not been released due to the person being a minor. Bond was previously set at $43,000, which was posted by Walls' first court appearance last month. The next court date is set for October 11th. Yesterday, the Legal Aid Society of Middle Tennessee and the Cumberlands opened their new location on Hatcher Lane in Columbia. WKOM-WKRM's Delk Kennedy attended the grand opening and spoke to managing attorney Patricia Jones to learn about the services offered there. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for the new Columbia-Murray County offices of the Legal Aid Society of Middle Tennessee and the Cumberlands. This office serves not only Murray County, but seven other counties in southern Middle Tennessee. They've got spacious, beautiful new offices here on Hatcher Lane. I'm speaking with Patricia Jones, who is the managing attorney for this office. Patricia, congratulations. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for coming out and talking to us today. Delighted to do it. Now, for people who don't know about the Legal Aid Society of Middle Tennessee and the Cumberlands, your motto is working together, doing justice, restoring hope. What do you offer here? So we offer free legal services to folks in those eight counties we cover, and we help people who are lower income or vulnerable. We have special grants to help people, and we do things like bankruptcy, consumer protection, education, family law, health law, mortgage foreclosure defense, and tax disputes. We do all kinds of different things in civil legal matters. And all this is available for free to people in need? It is free for people in need. We get funding from the state, from the federal government, and we also get grants from different organizations that allows us to do this work. How many attorneys and support staff do you have here in the uh, Murray County office? There's three attorneys, and then I have four support staff. That's amazing. All right. Now, if you are in need of free civil legal services or you know somebody who is, where do they go to get more information? They can call our office directly at 931-381-5533, or they can go to las.org. There we go. Now, your offices are here on Hatcher Lane. Do you have days and hours? We are open Monday through Friday from 830 to 4. Wow. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, with Patricia Jones, Managing Attorney of the Columbia-Murray County Office of the Legal Aid Society of Middle Tennessee and the Cumberlands, serving Murray County and seven other southern Middle Tennessee counties. Patricia, congratulations. Thank you so much, and I would invite anybody to come down and see us into our new office. There we go. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. The Athenaeum, one of Columbia's premier historic sites, will be hosting a candlelight tour on September 30th at the Athenaeum, located at 808 Athenaeum Street in Columbia from 7 to 9 p.m. Tours will begin approximately every 20 to 30 minutes. The cost is $5 per person. Come learn about the morning traditions of the Antebellum South. All proceeds from the tour will benefit the Athenaeum. 
For more information, call Phyllis Moore at 931-446-0539 or email her at mybusylife.pm at gmail.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Mary Lee Freeman Blair, 85, a retired teacher of Columbia, died Tuesday at Life Care Center of Columbia. Funeral services for Mrs. Blair will be conducted on Saturday at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow at Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Catherine LeMay Lindsay, 88, a homemaker, died Tuesday at her residence in Mount Pleasant. Funeral services for Mrs. Lindsay will be conducted Saturday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Arlington Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Mrs. Helga Wyland O'Field, 86, a retired employee of Inner City Products, died Wednesday at her residence in Columbia. A graveside service for Mrs. O'Field will be conducted Sunday at 2 p.m. at Rose Hill Cemetery. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. Charles Douglas Doug Duggar, 80, retired inspector for Heil Quaker and a resident of Linville, died Tuesday at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services will be conducted on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Friendship Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. and Sunday from 1.30 until service time at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies early, followed by a mix of sun and clouds in the afternoon. The high will be 84 degrees with light and variable winds. Tonight, we can expect mainly clear skies and a low of about 61. For your weekend forecast, we will have sunny skies both Saturday and Sunday with highs in the upper 80s. Overnight lows will be in the high 50s. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay in your car 10-minute oil change. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669. Here we go. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrelis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. 
And now news from around the state. Governor Bill Lee denounced the federal government's excessive overreach while expressing support for legislative leadership's move to explore rejecting $1.8 billion a year in federal education funding. House Speaker Cameron Sexton and Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally appointed a 10-member working group this week to review how federal education funding is used and recommend a strategy for how to reject the funding before the legislature returns in January. I'll be very interested in whatever options they come up with, Governor Lee told reporters on Wednesday. I think what the state has to do is look at what is the best way to spend taxpayer dollars, not just in the short term, but in the long term, he said. Federal education funding that Tennessee receives supports Title I, IDEA, and other federal programs which support low-income students, students with disabilities, and school lunch programs. The federal government has had excessive overreach time and time again in the last few years, and that's what prompts states like ours to look at any number of ways that we can more effectively make decisions for Tennesseans out of the control of the federal government, Lee said, speaking after a groundbreaking event in Nashville on Wednesday. The governor did not name any specific restrictions tied to federal education funding that he would like to see eliminated. Instead, Lee repeatedly emphasized that the panel was appointed by Republican leaders in the legislature and has not yet made any recommendations. Rejecting federal funding would require a vote from the legislature and support from the governor. With a Republican supermajority controlling the legislature, rejecting all or part of the $1.8 billion is a real possibility. Sexton has said that if the state does not reject federal funding, the state will pick up the cost. If they do, rather, reject federal funding, the state will pick up the cost of funding the programs currently funded by federal dollars. Democrats have argued that such a move would require taxpayers to pay twice for Tennessee's public education system, once through state taxes and again federal taxes, which would which they would never benefit from. Gas prices have once again reversed course across the state and are now moving less expensive. On average, gas prices in Tennessee fell six cents over last week. The Tennessee gas price average is now $3.37, which is seven cents less expensive than one month ago, but 19 cents more than one year ago. Here's some quick facts. 22% of Tennessee gas prices are below $3.25. Tennessee is the sixth least expensive market in the nation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Thank <laughs> you. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. Columbia Main Street and the Kiwanis Club of Columbia are excited to announce the first annual Fall Fest, a community festival happening in the heart of downtown Columbia, tomorrow, Saturday, September 30th, from 3 to 7 p.m. The event will feature a variety of activities and attractions, including the Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off, where guests can pay $10 to sample chili from competing teams and vote for their favorite, Lots of food trucks will be on hand, a fun zone for with games and activities for kids of all ages, live music from Majestic, a Journey tribute band, classic vinyl, and Chief Smiley Ricks in the Seatown Special, a craft marketplace featuring over 40 vendors selling candles, hats, jewelries, plants, clothing, desserts, and more will also be on hand. We're excited to partner with the Kiwanis Club to bring Fall Fest to downtown Columbia, said Kelly Johnson, Columbia Main Street manager. This is a family-friendly festival with everything from food trucks and craft vendors to live music and the Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off. What a great way for families to kick off the fall season and celebrate the community. We hope to see everyone there, she said. Admission is free for Fall Fest, and all are welcome to attend, while a fee is charged to participate in the Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off. For more information, visit Columbia Main Street's website at www.columbiamainstreet.com or the Kiwanis Club of Columbia's Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Kiwanis of Columbia TN. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting www.frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.